Welcome to the Homeschool Show, dedicated to viewing home education and all aspects of life through the prism of God's Word. Thousands of families are experiencing the educational freedoms and challenges of teaching their own children at home. Now here's your host, veteran teacher, homeschooling dad, author, speaker, award-winning film producer, and president of Piedmont Education Services, Greg Munger. Well, welcome to the Homeschool Show. I'm glad you're with us today. I'm your host, Greg Munger, here on the Homeschool Show, where we talk about home education and along the way look at all of life through the prism of God's Word. Don't forget, if you ever want to contact us, listen to any of the previous shows, ask a question, you can always do so at the web at thehomeschoolshow.net. If you're homeschooling or a parent, not homeschooling or whatever, you've probably had some of your children say from time to time, Mom, Dad, I'm bored. I don't have anything to do. And whether it's summertime that uh, the kids are saying that, or perhaps during the school year, if you're homeschooling, they also might be saying, why do we have to study that particular subject or whatever? Or perhaps if you're traveling, you're going to go do some sightseeing, a a field trip or maybe a historical uh, tour. They might say, why do we have to go see that? Well, to help us understand why we study some of these things, particularly about history uh, and particularly about state history, we're very glad to have Mrs. Joy Dean today. She and her husband are the owners and the founders of uh, the State History from a Christian Perspective. Joy, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. I appreciate you inviting me. Well, you're very welcome. You're a homeschooler, too. How many years have you homeschooled? We homeschooled five children for 14 years. Wow, that's tremendous. So you're all done now? All done now. All finished. And uh, this thing that you're doing with the State History from a Christian Perspective, how long have you been doing that? Actually, it's been about 21 years since I wrote the first state, which was when we lived in Texas. Texas was the first. So this is kind of a, pr- a practical hands-on stuff uh, that you actually uh, have produced, and these wonderful books, beautiful books. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to us today, they have a website called statehistory.net, statehistory.net, and you can get complete details there. We'll also have that information and a link to that on our website, thehomeschoolshow.net. But you got started doing this, Joy, when you were actually homeschooling yourself with your own children. Yes, that's correct. Was this uh, history or state history a favorite part of your homeschooling? It it actually was an assigned part of our homeschooling, which is why we did it to begin with. Um, We moved to Texas, and the fun thing about it was the first year we lived in Texas as new Texans, we had to do state history. I admit I probably wouldn't have done it had I not been required to do it, but I was required to teach it. And as we studied Texas and realized how colorful it was and how exciting it was to learn about the history of our the area where we live, uh, that's when I developed our first state history course. So it's sort of the, uh, what's that saying, necessity is the mother of invention. And Exactly. So because you had to, were required to study Texas state history at that time, you got in there and uh, found books and things, and now you've created these particular books. And on your website, you have uh, quite a number of uh, books and uh, other curriculum helps to study state history. Um, how did those each of those come about, just one by one, or did you decide, well, I think we'll just create a curriculum? Well, it's kind of an interesting story, and I, I really love to tell this story because uh, history is all about providence. And, yes, uh, and how this all happened is all about Providence. I just did one thing at a time, one small thing as a homeschool mom that the Lord put in front of me. And, of course, 
uh, we all know as mothers that our duty is to support our husbands and be part of what they're doing as well, and that played into it as well. At the time, my husband um, was a new Abeka rep, a homeschool rep, and uh, we were using the Abeka curriculum, and that's why we were required to study state history. Well, he had a customer who lived right down the road from us in Texas, and uh, she also, of course, was required to study state history with her daughter, and it's a course that the parent has to prepare, and it, it threw her for a loop, and my husband said, oh, my wife taught it last year. She'll share her notes with you, <laughs> and so that was the very first time that I actually wrote my notes up in a way that could be shared. And then, of course, we began sharing them with all of his customers in Texas and advertising with support groups in Texas. He also serviced Louisiana at the time, so I added Louisiana. And then in God's providence, we moved to Indiana, and he had actually eight different states, little parts of eight different states that were in his territory that he serviced. So, of course, within the next year or two, I had 10 states done mostly for the advantage of helping him to serve his customers. And in God's providence, it just grew from there. Well, that's a tremendous story that to see that is your history. And I would imagine that very same thing you can see in so many of the states and even in, our, of course, our nation. God's providence, one step led to the next step, led to the next step. Exactly. Uh, and, and generally speaking, when we're doing something the Lord's put in our hand to do, we don't always know the outcome of mm. it. We don't see the end of the path. We only see that one little stepping stone right in front of us, and sometimes it seems rather monotonous and meaningless, but when we just do the thing the Lord puts in front of us to do, then in time, we begin to see the next step and the next step and the goal that He has in mind all along. So it's just really beautiful to think about how God's providence plays into our lives. Well, you know, the Bible says so, and I think it's in Proverbs, uh, the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Exactly. That's tremendous. Well, you've no doubt, being a homeschooler yourself, 14 years with your five kids, you've heard uh, them say, Mom, I'm bored, or why do we have to study whatever subject it was? And so I want to ask you, why do we have to study history? You mentioned some of that earlier about uh, seeing God's providence, but why? Well, you know, when you stop and think about it, in anything that we're involved in, our part as individuals becomes more important and meaningful when we understand the whole. And that's what history does for us. History gives us the background of things behind us and some speculation and understanding of things that could be ahead of us and helps us understand our part um, more clearly. And of course, as Christians, and, and just as we've already talked about, the beautiful thing about history is it's God's story. It explains to us how God has worked throughout history, and it encourages us to see how Christian people have reacted to all the various um, situations in life and how our nation, uh, as a nation in the beginning, founded on godly principles, uh, reacted to all the different events and, and um things that happened throughout history. So all of those things help us learn about life with God and how God intervenes in our lives. And um, that's and it makes us appreciate the things that we have and the freedoms that we have as well to realize how they were gained. On your website, uh, which is statehistory.net, you have, uh, I guess, uh, your husband Steve wrote this. It's uh, Geography from a Christian Perspective. 
And I think that's what your, uh, the title of your business, uh, State History from a Christian Perspective. Why should we study history from a Christian perspective? It's one thing to study all the different uh, dates and times and people and places and epochs and so on, but why should we study it from a Christian perspective? It's really interesting that I get a number of people when they approach my table at homeschool conventions right. who ask me, how do you study history from a Christian perspective? Okay, how? And they, and they seem to think that history is just a record of facts. But in everything that happens, you have a perspective, you have a philosophy, you have an interpretation of those facts, and you have an emphasis on the things that are important. And that's why it's important that we study history from a Christian perspective, because the things that you emphasize the philosophies that you bring out are what comes across and begins to form our view of the world around us. And uh, that's one of the things that we do in our state history is we try diligently to present um, things that support biblical principles, character and morality, patriotism. Um, We show, we emphasize Christian people and Christian principles and the things that happened in our history. Well, in this article that your husband Steve wrote, uh, that's on the website, statehistory.net, called uh, Geography and History from a Christian Perspective, he had five items here. Maybe you can address each one briefly. He said the first reason we study was to study history from a Christian perspective is to stand in awe of the Lord Jesus Christ, our God and our Creator. That's uh, very important uh, to stand in awe of our Savior and our God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you have uh, any uh, input on that or any thoughts on that, Joy? Well, the interesting thing about geography is that it is creation. And, um, and the Bible does tell us that the invisible things from the creation of the world are clearly understood being uh, by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And as we see the world around us, we are conscious of the fact that there is a Creator and a God. And, of course, that is the very basic, the very most basic um, beginning of God's revelation of Himself to us as we see uh, creation and we understand that there's a Creator. And something else just occurred to me as you were speaking there, that when we study history, and we study state history as well, uh, history or geography, and we stand in awe that God is redeeming a people for his namesake, and uh, he is ordering all things, even the establishing of a country, even people like the pilgrims coming over for uh, freedoms to worship and to serve the Lord. So when you study all that and you put it all in a, in a big picture, as well as some details that your curriculum does so well, um, you can indeed stand in awe that God has given us here in America and set us up here. Another one of these, by the way, that's mentioned here, not only stand in awe of the Lord Jesus Christ, but be thankful for our heritage, our country, and its rich resources. Your, um, your books have a lot to, to do on that. Can you tell me something uh, that would help there? You know, we were, my husband and I were just talking about this the other day, what a blessing it is that we were born in this country. And there are so many people who gave... Um, you know, as our history tells us, their lives and their sacred honor, they pledged to uphold the rights that we have as individuals to worship God and to have the freedom to live the lives that we live today. And as we understand about those, the things that, the sacrifices that they made, then our freedom becomes more precious to us. 
and we don't take it for granted. Absolutely. One of the reasons why it is good to know, to understand those things that happened in the past and the people who gave their lives and their fortunes and their sacred honor to give us the freedoms that we have. So we can stand in awe of our Savior, be thankful for our heritage, see God's providence certainly in establishing our nation and putting us here in this country uh, so that we can preserve and defend our heritage. But why do we study state history in particular? general history of our country and of the world and so on, I can understand. But why would someone say, they might be asking, okay, why do you study state history? I think probably the first and most obvious answer to that is that in many states it's required. <laughs> okay. And of course, the next question is, why is it required? Okay. And, and I think that that simply, is, it's just as simple as this, that the things around us are what we're most familiar with. And as we learn about the things around us, um, our, our very close surroundings, then uh, we appreciate, again, we appreciate what we have more and understand how it came to be. And it's always very natural, especially with young people and children, that they learn about the things that are close to them and they're more interesting and more exciting because they're more tangible and more a part of our lives. And that, I think that's one of the benefits of state history. Of course, if you're studying, if you live in Indiana and you're studying um, U.S. history and you're learning things about California, you can't always go there. But if you're learning uh, Indiana history, uh, you can always go visit some landmark some or things. some historical site that is nearby. Uh, Joy, we're going to take a break here for a minute. But when we come back, uh, we're speaking with Joy Dean about statehistory.net, state history from a Christian perspective here on The Homeschool Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Homeschool Show. I'm your host, Greg Munger, and we're talking today with Mrs. Joy Dean, who is the owner, along with her husband, Steve, of State History from a Christian Perspective. You can always visit her website, statehistory.net, and find these wonderful products that are emphasizing State history from a Christian perspective. Joy, we've been talking about why we study uh, history and uh, the things that we can do. Now let's talk about uh, the actual books and things that you have uh, on your website, statehistory.net. And uh, one of these books that allows us to stand in awe of the Lord Jesus and be thankful for our heritage and study not only national but state history is the book that has the name State History from a Christian Perspective. Looks like there's two uh, different uh, books for that. One's for grades 3 to 12 and one's for the younger grades. How does yes, that, that's correct. Okay. How does that particular book help us or help the parent um, with their study during the school year or during the summer? Uh, what we have is a textbook. We call it our student booklet. We have one for each individually and um, then we also provide a lesson plan book it's a basic 30 lesson plan but it has lots of different suggestions for adapting the course length or the number of lessons or even the length of the lessons to the parents own particular needs so if you do the course just the way it is it's organized into a 30 lesson course you do it daily, you'd finish it in six weeks. It takes about 20 or 30 minutes a day. And our textbook gives basically tear-out handbook handouts 
that the student will use and they will read the information about the state that they're studying that's given in the handouts and they're going to use that handout to construct a project notebook about their state. The fun thing about our course is that notebook. Kids always remember what they do in a hands-on way. And I myself personally remember those kinds of projects even through my schooling as I was growing up. So So basically what we provide is a very simple course to guide the parent and the student through the study of their state. So it sounds like it's something that can be uh, multi-sensory, hands-on, and uh, as well as using this book and doing things, crafts and that kind of thing? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do give some suggestions for some expansion projects. Um, Our basic course is is the text material, and then they will, as they construct their notebook, they also get to look through free tourist literature. It's like taking a virtual tour of your state, and they pick um, information and pictures from that to add to their notebook. So this is something that you can really incorporate in a lot of activities. Exactly. Uh, Not only if it's uh, something that you can do as a curriculum uh, choice, uh, say if you are required in a particular state to study state history, uh, but it can be used as a fun thing. It can be used as a summer activity. Any suggestions there for us, Uh, maybe for a summer activity? Well, the nice thing about doing it in the summer, of course, is that you're not generally bogged down with a whole daily schedule of study. So if you do it in the summer, as I said, it's about 20 or 30 minutes a day, and usually in the summer families are a little more free to incorporate extra projects and activities and field trips. So we do have a lot of families that use it in the summer. So really the best thing about the course is that it is so flexible, so it will fit into whatever the parent particularly has in mind. You can make it very simple and very quick and easy just to accomplish the requirement, or you can turn it into an ongoing family project. Even we have some suggestions for continuing education if you want to go back at, on, uh, in a later year and continue your study and build on what you've already done. It looks like uh, the book here that's called The Master Lesson Plan has all those suggestions and uh, kinds of uh, what do I do now, what do I do next, and that kind of thing. Exactly. It is a master lesson plan, so we give you a lot of different options of how the course can be used. And one of the things that parents really like to know in certain states is the fact that we have some independent study guides in the back, because in a lot of states, uh, there are requirements for students to study their state during high school. And so we do provide in the lesson plan book the uh, study guides for that to help your student be able to study independently and work their way through the course. So this program is not really limited just to elementary children. It can be used with all grades. Exactly. All the way from age 3 up to 12th grade, and all the students can be taught on their individual levels. You can personalize the level if you're teaching, say, a 4th grader and an 11th grader. Very, very simple for the parent to um, individualize the difficulty level and even the length of the course for the 11th grader and still include the 4th grader at a 4th grade level. That's so nice to have a curriculum that'll do that. Sometimes there are subjects that you have to have a particular book at a particular level for that grade. Uh, Reading is one, math is another, but something like this, this is tremendous to be able to have everybody working on the same thing. You're studying the same topic, but every child is is at a different corresponding level to their ability. 
And that's one of the things about homeschooling that's so fun, that you can do things together as a family. That is what it's all about, uh, working together as a family. Well, we're just about out of time for our session today. Joy, will you stay on with us, and we'll uh, talk with you some more about for the next program, uh, for the other uh, the other aspects, the other things that you're uh, that you've got on your website, statehistory.net. Um, don't forget, folks, if you're listening to us today, either live or on the show. On the website, you can always visit us at the web, thehomeschoolshow.net. You can read our blog, listen to podcasts, ask an expert. Would you join us next time as we again look at home education and all of life through the prism of God's Word here on The Homeschool Show.